Hey mama, welcome to the Raw Mom Life Podcast, where we talk about the rawness of motherhood and marriage, from mental health to habits and everything in between, all with vulnerable talk to allow you the space to know you're not the only one. My name is Amber Wilfert, mama to three girls, just doing my best every day, even if my best looks different every day. Get ready to laugh and sometimes cry, but always with a good cup of coffee. Let's go. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Raw Mom Life Podcast. The day came and went that my child finally got a phone. When you have young kids, you kind of think like, they're not going to get a phone forever. Like they're not going to get a phone until they're driving. And, and you don't really know until you're in it. My oldest just turned 12 and she got a cell phone for her birthday. She is in sixth grade and it was just time. We just knew it was time. And so I want to talk a little bit today about how we knew it was time, kind of what we're doing to monitor the phone and just talk about that because honestly, it's just a whole new thing that you're like, this is scary. How do I keep my kid from getting bullied? How do I keep my kid off inappropriate web pages and and things? And so I want to talk to you about just kind of what we have done. She's had it for about a month now, just over once this episode releases. And just a couple of tips that I might have for you. If you're on the verge of getting your kid their first phone, and if not, this is also just helpful information for the future. So my big two girls have had gizmo watches since they were like eight and nine or something like that. Nine and ten. I don't even remember. But what's nice about those is it's kind of that like step before a phone where you can communicate with them. Uh, if you don't have one, they're just they're a little smartwatch, but there are limited contacts. That it takes an app to use it. So as far as like with my husband and I, we are the two contacts for my kids who have the watches, and we can text them. We can text them anything, but they only have pre-selected texts, like thirty of them that they can choose from. Otherwise, they have to send us an audio message, or they can call us. We can on the app also track them as a GPS uh, where they're at. So if my eight-year-old walks down the street to her friend's house and forgets to text me that she's there, I can just check her GPS and it'll show me where she's at. And it also has up to 10 contacts. So like they also have a couple emergency contacts in there as far as like neighbors. Um, And then they have family members, but they don't have any other friends really on their, their watches. One one friend but anyway it's a nice little way segue into not having a full-fledged phone and yet being able to contact them because they are old enough to stay home and anyway so so I think my oldest was 10 when she got that was she nine or 10 I can't remember I feel like she was maybe nine and then my middle was eight and my youngest just got one when she turned eight but she so my oldest Sylvia has had hers for a few years and honestly the last probably six to 12 months she's kind of been not great at wearing it and not using it a lot of times they'll connect with me when I'm running errands or whatever they'll connect with me via their tablets using messenger kids so she's in middle school now and I don't always pick her up from school sometimes she hangs out with friends after school And if I need to be in touch with her about when I'm picking her up, like she doesn't have her watch on her. She had it in her backpack. So like that's not very helpful, child. 
And so there were just multiple situations like that where we're like, we just need her to have a phone. And so a lot of her friends had phones as well. And that wasn't necessarily why we chose to get her one. It was more for our sakes. But now she's able to stay in contact with her friends too. And like Messenger Kids is really nice for that as far as like staying in touch with friends. Um, And it, it can be monitored by parents and they have to be connected through parents It's a little bit tricky because you have to be Facebook friends with them or use their code or whatever. But that is nice to be able to stay in touch with friends. However, it gets to a point where they want to be able to text their friends. And so anyway, she got a phone. And this is where I had reached out to one of my mentor friends and just was like, okay, how do I do this? Like she has three older kids. Her youngest is I think 14, 15. And so she's she's done it before right and I'm like how do I do this how do you what do you do to monitor do you have like free reign access where you can take it at any time and look through things and I know people do it so differently and so I'm just going to talk about how we have decided to do it and what has been working for us this past month we decided that when we gave it to her like we have rules she can't use it in her room and that is just the rule with our technology in our house for the kids is they can't bring their tablets, their Chromebooks, their phones into their room. Now, if she wants to have a private conversation with a friend, I will let her come into my office or whatever. But, like, she can't just have her phone in her room. She has to leave it down here, like, during the nighttime and stuff, too. So we have settings on there that, you know, she has downtime from a certain time to a certain time. And so there's very limited things she can do on her phone at that time. We also have parental controls on. She has an iPhone, and so we have controls on there. So there are certain websites she just can't go to. And then and then she knows that there are rules where, like, we can take her phone and monitor it at any time, like, just look through things if we want. And, you know, there's been a situation where I knew what was going on already, but I just said, hey, can I read that conversation you had with this friend? And um, I read through it, and we talked through it a little bit because there was some – girl drama because that will tend to happen and so we were able to have a conversation about it but I will tell you that my favorite thing that we have invested in with her phone was recommended to me by my friend Deb Uh, she recommended that the app called Bark B-A-R-K yep like dogs bark I will put a link in the show notes for you so you can look at Bark a little bit more but what Bark does is it is just a monitoring system in and of itself for your kid's phone I will say it's kind of a pain in the butt to figure out as far as the setup goes. But once you do that, I will tell you it has been so nice to have. So I, how it works is like I have an app on my desktop and it monitors her phone through the desktop. But then we each have the Bark app on our phones and she doesn't really see much. She can like check in on the Bark app and it will give me an update on where she's at. Or I can, from my app, request a check-in from her if, for example, she is going somewhere. I can also have it set up so that when she gets to school, I get a notification. Sylvia has now arrived at school, and I can put in the different locations kind of for where she goes. So it will automatically give me an update on where she's at. Honestly, I turned those off because it got annoying every day when it told me that she was at school. Like, I know. I literally just dropped her off. Um, But I can request a check-in with her, too, or whatever. So it is still like a GPS, and obviously you can use Find My iPhone if you have iPhones. But there's that aspect of Bark. What I really like is, uh, you know, you sign her in to her different accounts, 
and it monitors things. So it'll monitor if she has downloaded an app. Granted, we have a set – well, we don't anymore. We initially had a setting – for when she downloaded an app she needed permission like from my phone in order to download it I turned that off recently to give her some of that freedom and however Bark tells me anytime she downloads an app and so I know uh, if it's an appropriate app and a lot of times it's just silly games she likes to play but it's nice to have that feature my favorite feature is it monitors her text messages. So there are different things that are triggered. It could be a mental health thing. It could be a physical health thing. It could be a bullying. It could be violence. I'll give you some examples. One time she had a conversation with her friends and she said, I had a dream that Adolf Hitler kidnapped me. Because it said the word kidnapped, it triggered it. Not immediately, but the next time it monitored it. I got a notification on my phone and then you can see about six or seven of the text messages within that conversation, a couple leading up and a couple after the actual text of whatever got triggered. And so I can kind of see what it was about. Didn't really need to have a conversation with her about that, but I just showed her, you know, she knows that I have this and I showed her this is what it looks like when I get a a notification and an alert saying, you know, whatever happened and, and I can monitor your text messages. And so she knows. But then, uh, for example, uh, one time one of her friends said, my cat threw up. And because it said threw up, it triggered it. I got a notification. Didn't care that her friend's cat threw up. But I was aware that there was some physical health things going on. Uh, There was one situation where, again, that friend drama it triggered it as bullying, and so we I already knew what was going on before I even got that notification because Sylvia is very open with me about that stuff, and, and so we were able to have conversation that way. There are just different things that are triggered, and I get a notification, and it's just great. I don't feel like I need to constantly be just pulling her phone from her then and monitoring it myself. That feels a little bit invasive to me personally, and not that I won't ever do it, if it comes to that point where I don't think I can trust her with her phone but so far she has been respectful with our rules and she knows that this you know app triggers things for me and I am able to monitor it and I have my husband on there too so we both get the notification and can look at what the alerts are and things like that and so I have really been grateful for this this app because I feel more comfortable with her having this phone Now, I will say that she's probably on technology a little bit more now that she has a phone. And it isn't always just contacting her friends. Sometimes I'm like, what are you doing? Playing Roblox. I'm like, yeah, of course you are. Get off your phone, you know. Um, But ultimately, she has been pretty respectful of our rules. There have been good teaching moments where when we are in the car together, especially if it's just like her in the front seat and me driving or my husband too will, will kind of remind her like, It's kind of rude to sit on your phone when you're in the car with somebody. If it's a whole family driving somewhere, kind of whatever. It's a little bit different. But if it's just her and one other person, we try to make sure that we're teaching her those rules too. No phones at the table, things like that. And so those are just a few things that are maybe helpful for you if you're thinking about, you know, your kid getting a phone soon or an Apple Watch or whatever, that there are things out there that monitor There are rules that you can put in place, Um, but ultimately it's actually been really fun for her to have a phone. Like 
it's been nice, number one, because she's typically around it and hears it buzz if we're gone or if, you know, I need to get in touch with her at school. Obviously not during the day because she's not allowed to have it. But afterward, or if she walks with friends somewhere, it's just to be able to communicate with her. But also it's just been really fun. Like one day she was at home. Oh, it was when she had COVID and I was at work and I was just we were sending gifts back and forth just like funny like having a conversation via gifts and I don't know she's just such a funny kid so it's been fun to have have her have the phone it felt like the right time never feel that pressure from other people make sure that it's the right time for you and your family and I always tell my kids we do we tell our kids every family does things differently and every kid has different needs within a family. So just because my oldest was 12 when she got a phone doesn't mean when my youngest turns 12, she'll be getting a phone. It could be 11. It could be 13. It just depends on the need and where we're at and things like that. Maybe they're on activities and you need to be able to get in touch with them. And so hopefully this is helpful to you. If you have any other questions, you know where to find me. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Raw Mom Life podcast. If you love anything you heard today, share it with some family or a friend who might resonate with it as well. I love to hang out on Instagram, so come find me over there for some more laughs and maybe a few tears as well, but always a good cup of coffee. Mama, I appreciate you and never forget, you are never alone.